Hey, I'm Drew, and this is the Hearts and Hands Podcast. In Season 4, Episode 3, we talked to Andy Brown of, about his new album, 22. Welcome to another episode of the Hearts and Hands Podcast. I'm your host, Drew Sonnenberg, and for the first time, I am flying solo. Tim was unable to make it work today. He's busy with ministry up at St. Mark and De Pere, getting ready for Lent and Easter and all of that. But he gave me his blessing to to go ahead and, and shoulder on without him for, for today. But I am very excited for you guys to hear our, our guest, Andy Brown. You may be familiar with him from his work with Branches Band, who we've had on the podcast before as well. And this is the third straight week on the podcast that we are having a musician who just released or is about to release a new album. And I promise you that's we won't do it for the entire season. We will talk to some other other varieties of artists as well. But there's just been so many great Wells artists releasing great music lately. I wanted to give a big shout out to him and her. They just today or just last night reached their kickstarter funding goal so congratulations guys we're very excited to hear that new album human whenever it does come out but andy's new album is out already you can listen to it there are links in the show notes but let's go ahead and get talking to andy about what he's been up to today we're excited to welcome back to the podcast andy brown welcome andy thank you so much for having me drew for our uh, listeners who may not have caught your your past episodes, could you give us a brief uh, reintroduction to yourself? Uh, my name's Andy Brown. I'm a member of Branches Band. So I've been doing full-time music for over 15 years. Uh, very ble- blessed to be able to do that for so long. Uh, what that has meant to do music full-time has changed a lot over the course of those 15 years, but God keeps leading us in new and exciting directions, and that's what keeps it interesting for us. Excellent. Yeah. And I, I think I remember talking to you pr- pretty early on in the whole pandemic era. And like, I just felt so bad for you guys because uh, you guys are one of the most prolific touring groups in the Wells. Um, you've been s- just about everywhere. And that just kind of had to change very, very quickly for you. Could you talk at all about what that's been like and how you've adjusted over the last couple of years? Absolutely. We had some things planned like everybody when the lockdown started we were actually in Arizona and uh thankfully we had a home base there uh Rachel the other member of Branches band uh grew up there and so we were at her parents house and and playing at different churches and schools uh throughout the wells around Arizona and the greater southwest area uh right before lockdown we were supposed to do a full week in Las Vegas visiting preschools and doing our children's music with them and playing at the different churches in the Las Vegas area. All of that became, it it was clear that that was not going to happen. And then sure enough, everything, everything shut down countrywide, but uh, we decided to head home. We had moved and not really unpacked before we left for that particular tour. So uh, we went home and unpacked, did a garden. I started to get back into secular music a little bit, just decided to record some videos because I hadn't really been playing that music for quite some time. And few people picked up on that locally uh, in Wisconsin, Southeast Wisconsin, where we're based. And I started to do more secular gigs uh, once lockdown ended. 
Sure. Yeah. And I, I got to catch you at one of those in Menasha a few months back and it was phenomenal for any of you that follow Andy. He posts tour dates quite often. So if you're able to catch him at one of the many places he plays, I highly recommend it. Well, um, thanks. I'll be back at that location by the way in July. So stay tuned. Nice. <laughs> we will be there for sure. Awesome. So as, as you mentioned, you started getting a little bit more into secular music and that led to one of the reasons I wanted to talk to you specifically today. Uh, you just released an album very recently, correct? Absolutely, yes. On Tuesday, two twenty-two twenty-two, um, I actually had a song called "22," and I decided to make it the album uh, title track. Interestingly, though, it had nothing to do with this year. It just happened to be the year of release. It was about uh, it was about the twenty second year of my life, which I realized had gone by really quickly. And I was trying to think of what I even did that year. So it was the year after college, and um, so it had been a song I had started and had a great uh, chorus for, and you know, just ended up working out that it 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 finally was ready for release this year. Excellent. Before we get too much farther, I want to dig a little deeper into it, but this is only available currently on Bandcamp, correct? Uh, it actually just uh, hit most of the digital platforms this okay. week. So yeah, it came, came out Tuesday. I'm picking up the CD copies today. When I do live shows, a lot of people still pick those up um, and other people sure. check the streaming links. But I... Uh, I'm on everything, I think, except Apple Music right now. There was some snag in the digital delivery. Yeah, but my first album is still on Apple Music. And, you know, so the new one is on Pandora, Spotify, uh, YouTube. But yeah, Bandcamp, you can purchase the download. We'll be sure to include all those links in our show notes as well. Thanks. Um, so let, let's dig in a little deeper. You, you kind of talked a little bit about the title track 22 already, but... How, how did the rest of this album come about? Is it kind of something that is all very recent or kind of more of a collection of things you've written over the last several years? It's a great question. Last year, I released my my debut solo secular album, Shameless Attempts. That one was all songs that I had finished writing by 2007. And because we were doing Branches Band, I completely put that whole side of my music just you know on the back burner and we went full throttle doing branches band for the better part of a decade and that was awesome and we're still doing a lot with branches band we're actually flying to north carolina tomorrow to play for church anniversary at grace and charlotte and we're doing out-of-state trips the next four months to a different states but just working on the the solo secular music I started to write more again and I kind of backed myself into a corner uh, and agreed to do a show uh, with two hours of original music, knowing I had about 45 if I played the songs <laughs> extra long. That was at Zambaldi beer in green Bay. Uh, I guess they only sure. do original music. Some venues uh, prefer that just um, so yeah. they don't have to pay the, the royalty companies. But um, so yeah, I, I, that show went really well. I did a couple of my branches band songs as instrumentals uh, and just, you know, uh, to, to pad the set a little bit, but I, I, I came up with plenty of material and that was great. And so the, the songs that I, I finished writing became this album 22. I, I just actually explained a lot of the origins of this album to a friend. Cause she said it seemed so topical for, for right now. So relevant. 
And I said, well, a couple of, I mean, first of all, I did finish all the songs just recently. So there's that, there's that side to it. I had probably written the choruses to at least half the songs quite some time ago and kind of dusted them off and said, these are, these are good enough to work with and finish. And, and then, yeah, just had a, had a few very recent ones, a few I wrote a few years ago. And I, I just, I had written some things and just didn't really have a need to get it out there because I was writing songs for Branches Band. We were doing original music for psalm settings. We were writing original children's music, other original songs. We would do one or two per album. If we were doing hymn arrangements, we'd try to throw in an original or two. So I, I had an outlet for songwriting and, and a way to get it out there. I was very blessed to to have that, but I just had more material. So I got ready to record it. There, There's one song in particular that I really... I found a little bit amusing because you're you're a little bit older than I am, uh, not much, but a little bit. And but the the first track on the album is called "Only Thing That's Left to Do Is Die." And w- without like just going and reciting all the lyrics, could could we talk a little bit about where where that song came from uh, and what it's about? Yeah, absolutely. That was a more recent one uh, because we have two girls now. You know, it's time to take a look at things like life insurance and uh, getting a will put together. And it was half a day of one of the most morbid experiences I've ever had. And um, it just, you know, so if you're on life support, who gets to to make these decisions for you? If you're, you know, all of that kind of stuff. And I just, I was like, you know, once it was all over, I'm like, well, I guess, I guess I took care of all that stuff. Now all I have to do is die. And, you know, then, you know, all that, all of this that we just decided starts to matter. So Uh, are there any other, other tracks that have a kind of a special place in your heart uh, that you want to highlight for our listeners? Uh, That each and every one of them does some of the more emotional ones. uh, I wrote a song. I I haven't told her this yet. I don't know if she's listened to it, but Mm. my, I wrote a song about my, my sister who was dating a jerk at the time. Thankfully she didn't, (laughs) She didn't stay with him at the time. She was with him for a while, but she's now married to a, a wonderful Christian man. And uh, I'm very thankful for that. So the song is called Don't Settle. Don't Settle <laughs> Don't Settle for Less Than You're Worth. Because, yeah, it just, it, she didn't seem happy. And I'm, I'm like, I think you can do better here. So that, that was kind of the, the gist of that song. So kind of just brotherly advice, maybe. Or at least, you know, I would give her the verbal advice, but that was how it came out in song form. So I wrote a song about Rachel and I have an interesting history throughout college. We we dated a little bit kind of off and on, and mostly it was my fault for dragging my feet and, and not realizing <laughs> how much I needed her in my life. And so there's a song about Still All Right is about our relationship, how I suddenly realized, you know, we're not really friends, but I really need to at least be friends with you. So I just have to know if we're still all right. So that was that came from a you know, some very real raw feelings I was experiencing at the time. And it, it wasn't hard to finish that one. I just had to kind of rechannel where my mindset was when I wrote the chorus and flesh out the verses a little bit. I did sort of want to point out for those who may be familiar with you from Branches Band, that your your solo secular work does kind of have a different feel or different style to it. Um, could you talk at all about like I know talking about genre and things like that can be tricky because different words mean different things to different people. But what what would you classify your style as on this album? Or maybe like, could you point to some of your influences or things like that? 
Absolutely. Uh, great question. I, I kind of categorize myself as folk rock. Um, that seems to fit the, the, the artists that I cover, Tom Petty, Bob Dylan, the Beatles, acoustic rock, folk. I mean, that, that kind of genre. The, the similarities um, with what we do with Branches Band is we typically, we don't play to click tracks. We just, we do things acoustically if possible. We do, we do record with a MIDI piano for, for simplicity reasons. And our engineer doesn't have an acoustic piano. So there's that too. But, <laughs> but otherwise, I mean, we, we make all of our sounds just completely acoustically. Um, we do some overdubs and such. Uh, I decided uh, with my solo stuff, um, the first album and this album, to play everything live. So I have a tambourine on my foot, and I have the harmonica. And Rachel mixed the whole album, and so it was her job to, you know, take take the the tracks had a little bit of separation, but it was her job to, you know, kind of make sure the harmonica wasn't louder or the whistling. I do a little bit of whistling that 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 stuff evened out with the vocals. Our our concept is always to play real instruments if we can we're not big on effects really uh we, we like natural sounding stuff but then yeah i i didn't do any overdubs that would be one big difference that i wanted to capture it live i like i like the emotion that comes through and um neil young is a big influence of mine as well and i've listened to some of his uh, archive stuff that's come out in the last couple of years and it's it's essentially it's demos but they sound great, and I can't I can't picture them being any better by adding anything. And so that that's kind of the the feel I, I've gone with. It's you know if when you listen to this album or when you listen to a Branches Band album, it's like we're there playing for you. We're we're trying to capture a performance really, and and sometimes we have a little extra fun with studio trickery, but not not really too much on my solo stuff. Yeah, there's a there's a blowtorch we recorded on a Branches Band album for uh, yes. for Elijah going to the mountain and there came a mighty fire. We actually recorded the sound of a blowtorch. It was yeah. great. Yeah, <sighs> try to do things yeah. practically. Yeah, you mentioning the Neil Young's demos. It also reminded me of uh, Bob Dylan has a bunch of great albums of demos. the The Whitmark demos are some of my favorites. Okay, of his, from his I'll have really to check those days. out. I'm reading his autobiography right now. I just got to see him for the first time. He played in Milwaukee. So I guess, obviously, I encourage our listeners to go ahead and listen to this uh, as soon as you can, if you haven't already. So what's what's kind of next for you and for Branches Band? What can we expect? For Branches Band, we're still doing a lot. We are doing it three, four events a month. That could be uh, playing for worship. or we Typically, we had played for worship every Sunday. We have a four-month-old daughter now, so we haven't gone back to playing every Sunday. But we're we're doing many Sundays. We're going to be in Arizona uh, for a week in March. Got dates set up almost every day that we're there. We have a couple days yeah. off. We're going to be. I'll be doing secular gigs there too, in addition to branches band uh, worship services and concerts. We're going to be in Minnesota in April and Iowa in May. And in between all all of those weekends, we do things in Wisconsin too. For my solo stuff, um, I have secular gigs booked most Wednesdays through Sundays all the way through October right now. I still wow. have a couple of openings, but I'm booked pretty solid, and usually two gigs on a Saturday is a good day. I'll, I'll probably have a few th- triple headers <laughs> in there. So that is that is fun. Uh, where I want to take my, my solo secular music is to doing more shows 
like the one of all originals. Um, that was just great. I, I think, you know, committing to another two hour show, I'll probably write a few more songs and uh, that'll be the start of the next project uh, um, down the road. I think w once a year is something I've, I've kind of kept in mind of the, the last one came out almost a year before this one. So um, I think that's, that's something I can keep working toward and, do, and doing more shows just, just with original music. I do sprinkle them into my other sets True. of covers, but um, yeah, that's what I hope to do. Awesome. Well, again, looking forward to continuing to listen to this album and to hearing what you and Rachel have got on the horizon. Any final parting thoughts for our listeners, uh, either about this album or just in general? If, if you find something that you love to do and you're blessed to be able to do it for a living, be be ready to be flexible. Uh, I did not anticipate doing solo shows whatsoever, but just with the, the situation in the last two years, it hasn't made sense to tour out of state a lot yet. Uh, we're hoping to be able to do that again, but uh, also our family situation right now, it's better that I'm able to do more solo with two small girls at home. But just be able to be flexible. Um, I mean, we, Rachel and I started out doing secular music for a whole year before we started playing for church at all. And then we went completely into branches band. And now I, I had no idea that a decade later, I'd be back doing secular gigs <laughs> again, the, the way that I am. So it's, it's really fun to be doing both right now. And sure. um, at some point that might change again. We're, we're totally prepared for that. We've, we've taught lessons. We haven't done that for a while you know we I, i've had up to 30 guitar students so if you're blessed to be able to do something that you love you might have to get creative sometimes to keep it afloat uh especially if it's your full-time livelihood but it is possible so just want to give encouragement to people to to figure out a way to make it happen and to to do what you love and to serve our savior awesome well we certainly appreciate the ways that you and rachel um have been doing it over the years and yeah just Keep doing it, man. We really appreciate all, like, like I said, you just listed half of the states in the country and, and with a four month old daughter, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm just always impressed with how, how hardworking and dedicated you guys are. So keep it well, up. Thanks so much. Thank you for your work, for uh, connecting us artists in the wells. Uh, we really appreciate the work that you do and uh, the opportunities that you give us. So thank you, Drew You're and Tim, well. Tim in <laughs> abstentia. Yeah, shout out to Tim. Yeah. That wraps it up for another episode of the podcast. Again, as I highly recommend checking Andy's album out. It is, like he mentioned, on most streaming platforms already and should be on Apple soon. Go ahead, listen to that. It's great. And as always, if you have questions you want answers to, people you want to hear from, or you, like Andy, are just releasing something or about to release something, we'd love to talk to you about it or hear from you. So please feel free to reach out to us at heartsandhandspodcast at gmail.com. Also, if you'd like to support this podcast and see it continue to grow and flourish, we we appreciate those of you who already do so through our Patreon, but you can do that at patreon.com slash hearts and hands podcast. There you can also get uh, access to the uncut video interviews of these uh, episodes as well, which um, sometimes are just me saying lots of ums and ahs, but often uh, have a little bit of, of humor and interesting things that don't make the final cut as well. So go ahead and check that out if you are able. Thanks for listening. Me and hopefully Tim will catch you next time. Bye.